Marty in the Morning on RTE Lyric FM with Spry Finance. Keep living the life you love. that song lonely uh, from the last album if a wife knew I'd be dead um, that's just a great song from uh, from CMAT who as I said is in the building and uh, coming in to talk to us very shortly uh, which would be rather nice so keep the while we're chatting remember the competition the competition goes on uh, one way or the other actually I'm just looking at that story about the, the snail farmer um, and apparently it's down at, I have nothing to do with this there are other ointments and the stuff you could use in your face and use everywhere else it's nothing to do with me uh, this, uh, this brand of skin care but anyway they're down at the, uh, the craft and design fair remember when my current wife was uh, working in with flowers and stuff they used to go along to that fantastic event by all of my goods uh, but anyway uh, wishing them uh, nothing but the very best over there my mind might just work you never know
Now, before we say anything else, you're live. That's the first thing. <laughs> Good morning, dear heart. May I say, it is lovely to have uh, Kira Mary Alice Thompson with me. Um, see, Matt, how are you, a pet? Are you all right? Very you wouldn't normally be up at this time in the morning, would you? Absolutely, under no circumstances would I no. be awake before 1 p.m. most days at the moment. But uh, I had to wake up early for you. And you're very kind. What can I say? You're very kind. I was playing you earlier on because I wasn't expecting you for, for ages until uh, about half nine. But this is good you came in early. Yeah, Because, um, as you can see, we've nothing to do. We're just sitting here eating sweets. Would you like um, sweets? Does it have a posh sweets? Do you eat sweets? I, do you know what? This is, this is very diva-ish of me. I don't eat chocolate on show days because it's actually it's really bad for your voice. Well, it's really bad for my voice. Yeah. Eating with dairy in it or too That's much right. dairy. Yeah. And I can have like a little bit of milk and tea or whatever, but sure. if I have like a bar of chocolate I'm done I get on stage and like oh, that is literally the noise is. that comes out of my voice that's not that would be a fairly awful night it, for everybody concerned it wouldn't be no. fabulous no one and it's just not as fun when you can't sing as well no and people feel slightly hard done by yeah yeah, yeah. they think you've been on the razz especially in this country oh, especially in this country do you think I we're think, very, very picky I think we're a lot more discerning and I think yes. we're much more this, this is a country of connoisseurs of music. We're very, 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 very fussy. Here and in Scotland as well, I find. They're very fussy. Okay. And it takes a lot to really impress people. But that's just, we're better. That's just, yeah, I suppose. How was last night? <laughs> it was fabulous. It was really, really great. Could you and your four sold out night? I know, four. Oh, it's it's just, it's Yeah, but it's, it, like, it seems quick. Probably not in your head. It seems quick to, to, to me. I mean, there's there's various levels because, like, obviously I've been working yes. and doing music yes. and doing shows and writing songs and stuff for probably, like, the best part of 10 years. Yeah. But I feel like this has still happened very quickly because I feel like SEMA as, like, a project only launched in the middle of lockdown. Yes. And so this has happened since 2020. Which is three years. So that it is it is pretty quickly. It like. is, yeah. It's really quick. It took a lot to get there, but like it's, yeah. It's a bit yeah, crazy. but you were working away in the past anyway, because you were always ferreting away. Yeah. You know. I was always doing it. Like, yeah. but it didn't, it's funny when people say, oh, like, oh, were you working so hard for years to try and break it? I didn't think it was ever going to break. It was, that was never why I was doing it. I was just doing it because it's what I do. Do you know what I mean? Like, I do, you just, yeah. you write yeah. songs and you sing songs. It's just what you do. I never thought that this was going to happen. I hoped that's something would sure. happen that I would have something to show for you know all the songs and I hope that people would hear them but I, d I didn't think that this was going to happen so it, it but, does feel very quick. Well I mean because you, you were there last night yeah. um, you're there tonight, you're there Friday, you're there Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like merciful hour. You yeah. and the Olympia. Yeah. Like, uh, it's like, like Panto. Suddenly you're really, it you're, is you're the, the Panto. Panto, that's what we've been calling the it. Oh yeah, no. I get people to go oh no it isn't. Oh yes it is. We've all these bits. <laughs> She's like, I call my keyboard player Colm. He's the panto villain. Okay. Because he's always oh, trying to ruin my life. That's so fantastic. Uh, <laughs> but when I saw that, and I said, okay, and then you're at my part of the world in the, in Fairview Park next summer. Yes. Uh, which is amazing. I mean, that is amazing. And then I thought, okay, I, I saw the list of dates. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're talking Paris, Brussels, Amsterdam, Cologne, Berlin, Vienna, Munich, Zurich, Seattle. Seattle, off to the States. Yes. Like, that's just, you know. Like, when you were over in, in the UK and you were applying your trade and doing your bits and pieces, 
you ever imagine that it would be at this level? No. Did you, not, did you not dream, though? I d- of course I... But I, I don't think I ever dreamed in a tangible sense that it was going to happen. It was always a thing of, like... Like, I think... I think I just thought I always wanted to be Lisa Hannigan or something, you know, well, like... No, there's no harm in that, right? Oh, listen, I love Lisa yeah, Hannigan. Yeah. I, I, th- I think she was always my, like... I loved Lisa Hannigan. I loved John Grant. I loved Villagers. Yes. Like, I loved... Like, those were the people... I loved Bombay Bicycle Club. Those were all the tangible people that I could, like, hold myself again. They were the only people that I knew that did music, really. Yes, I didn't yeah. know them personally, but... You know, that was all I listened to. Music, that was contemporary. connected with your head. And I would see yeah. the things that they were doing and be like, oh my God, I'd lo-, like, I'd love to do other voices someday. Like, that would be, that, like, that was a tan, one of the few tangible dreams that I had that was like a, a marker of something that could possibly be done. Yeah. But now it's like, I, d- I definitely didn't think I'd be doing all these shows. I definitely didn't think I'd be doing a tour of America. But that's just, and it, like, know. people coming to it. <laughs> I just, I just love the idea that CMAT is going to perform at the Roxy, yeah, in, in Los the Angeles. Roxy in LA. That's just. I want to play you now, Nashville. Can I play Nashville? Absolutely. See the way I get permission all the time, just to be sure. <laughs> just to be sure.
Nashville from Seema, uh, Crazy Mad for me. I love your titles. Um, can I just say, and I have to put the picture up, uh, we'll have to take a picture. Your picture on the inside of the album <laughs> is, at the very least, incredibly interesting as a photograph. Yeah, it's a bit surreal, isn't it? Do you think that? Do you know, that was in, we, because we did the whole album photo shoot um, with the beloved Sarah Doyle, excellent photographer from Dublin. Yeah. We did it in a house that we rented in London and we had all these different costumes and stuff and we were just having loads of fun. But that pool, we shot that in March, I'm going to say. Right. March. It was absolutely freezing. And you're dressed as a court jester. I am. Jester. I am dressed as a jester. Because I'm just a jester. You, you know? are a jester. I'm a joker. How did you, when you, like all the outfits that you've, you've, you've had and, 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 and I know, because having, having met you before I know it's you it really is you it's not like an act it's you and you love this yeah the dressing up the kind of being just a bit quirky uh, and people really warm to that because they're not expecting it or more to the point they don't know what to expect maybe maybe I mean I love clothes yeah. Marty, I know you're the same. Yeah, you're, look at me, look at me. You're a wonderful shirt, man. Like you're a wonderful shoe, man. Sometimes you wear a hat. I sometimes see. I do wear a hat. Sometimes you wear a hat and it's fabulous. Thank you. I'll wear one tomorrow in your honour. <sighs> it's going to be minus three tomorrow morning. Oh, my God, please. You don't get up out of your bed tomorrow. I won't. You'll I mean... Not early. I won't. <laughs> I won't be awake before two o'clock tomorrow. <laughs> Are but, you not wrecked, by the way? Um. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I am, but... Yes. I am, but like you get to do nice things, so you sure. just don't really care. Okay. You, you feel it afterwards, like the when I get ill, because I get ill a lot more now than I used to, because I'm constantly in planes and trains and automobiles and things like that. So you just pick up the germs off people. But when you get sick, is when you stop. When you have like, oh, I have a week off. I'm gonna go do nice things. You're just in bed for a week. Because I, I you're find, worn out. Yeah, I'm just worn out all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. And if you stop and you think about it, then you go, ah. But you know, you just don't stop and you're grand. Well, sure. yeah, but uh, yeah, and also, um, um, you're 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 building and building and building. I mean, like I said, you know, you sell out four nights at the Olympia. You're playing Fairview Park next summer. That's these are big deals. Yeah. So you're building and building, and you have to mind yourself because we know the casualties. <laughs> of the job. Yeah. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of people who don't mind themselves. Um, I mean, and like... Look, and then you look at the Rolling Stones. I know, and then you look at the Rolling Stones. <laughs> I mean, my... I've always, you know... My... The, the interesting thing is, like, I found... And I think, I think the music industry, and I think everything is a lot different today than it was a couple of years ago, because I find myself, as I get busier, I get progressively cleaner. So, like, I've gotten to a point now on tour where I do not have a drop of alcohol. Like, when I started, I used to have to drink a bottle and a half wine to get on stage because I was so nervous I had such bad stage fright and now it's like gotten progressively cleaner and I'm like eating more vegetables and like going uh, go to the gym which is just, <laughs> it's, steady, just not, it's just not something that is lines with my personal identity but I have to do it because otherwise I get an injury you can take things some things too far oh it's terrible oh. but yeah are you good in the gym like, are, are we talking what are we talking no I just go for runs oh, I don't know runs, how to yeah. do it I just run treadmill or I, I try to run around if I'm in a different city like would you, yeah, would you not run outside with, I, d I yeah. run outside if I'm like in I mean Paris or you know okay, okay, somewhere yeah, that's beautiful I'm like yes. yeah or New York like I'll, I'll right. go for runs around there in the morning mm. but if I'm in Dunboyne County Mead there's nothing wrong with Dunboyne the people of Dunboyne there's are nothing wrong with Dunboyne but I'm not going for a run around Dunboyne County <laughs> Mead when I'd be going for a run with my headphones in with snots running down my face and crying and streaming it's a picture and sweating. I want to erase immediately and then two people every maybe square metre like I care how's it going 
let's go like I can't be I can't be running where people know me Marty I sure. can't have them see me like sure. that it's not very sure. pop star of sure. me I know <laughs> Yeah, no, it's not in France. <laughs> Will you stay where you are? I have yeah, traffic. Of You've been in traffic. <laughs> RTE Lyric FM Traffic and Travel. Sponsored by Citroen. Nothing moves us like Citroen. Now, uh, Orla, so just chat away with Seabat here, the two of us. I have to say She's that I do on. agree with her. I don't go running anywhere that people know me. <laughs> And if I do, I wear a hat. I'm thinking that like a baseball cap is going to make a difference. But no, it's not going to make a difference. It does in my head. No, you know why? It doesn't. Because you've Orla written on the top of it. It's just <laughs> such a giveaway. Tell me what you have. What's happening? So we're going to start with Dublin, and there is a breakdown on the M50 southbound. It's in the right-hand lane of Junction 5, Finglas, and traffic does start to slow down from the M1 interchange heading towards Junction 6, Blanchardstown, as a result. There's a separate breakdown on the M50 northbound it's on the off ramp of junction 14 Sandyford and those traffic lights are still out of action in Rath Mines at the Rathgar Road and the Rath Mines Road Junction. The Stillorgan Road inbound is slow from UCD towards the Marlborough Road and elsewhere there are reports of an incident in Kildare. It's on the N7 eastbound between junction 7 Kill and junction 4 Rathcool. There's debris on the M6 eastbound in Offley between junction 5 Tullamore and junction 4 for Tyrrell's Pass. And there is a crash in Cork on the M8 southbound between Junction 18, Rathcormick and Junction 17, Watergrass Hill. Finally, Galway, Galway's Bohrner Drive is slow heading westbound from the Cooler Roundabout towards the Money Bay Road Junction. That's the latest traffic and travel news. All right, Orla, thank you so much and uh, have a good one. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, I'm back with you bright and early. Good for you. And dress up warmly tomorrow. Oh, Wednesday I will, of course. Wednesday. Hats and scarves and you all. You betcha. Talk to you tomorrow. See you later. Bye. You. Cheers for now. I'm here with CMAT, we're having the chats, uh, and I was just uh, thinking while we were li- listening to the traffic and all of that, uh, this tour of the States that you're doing, all these dates in America, mm-hmm. what are they expecting, do you know? What do they know of you? Because it's a, it's a whole different market compared to here, to Europe. What are they expecting? So, I've done America a couple of times. I... I often go over solo because, as you can imagine, it's extremely expensive to go mm. over. So I usually can't afford to bring a band. So I go over and I, I did a solo tour just there, a very short solo tour in October, September. And, um, I mean, the fans over there are a different kettle of fish altogether. They would... I think America is a very different place and I think it's why I write about it so much and why I'm so fascinated by it yeah. is it's the exact because it's the exact opposite of Ireland because they've never really had a um kind of congealed sense of community or religion or anything it's all they're all very individual they're they live alone and it's like you know if they have religion, it's only just them. It's not the whole community. They're not really tied together by anything. And I think that they treat music and entertainment and film and all of that as the thing that holds them all together. So while, you know, have fans in Ireland and they're like, oh, see my house going, love your album or whatever. You go over to America, they're like, oh my God, I can't believe <gasps> Oh my God, Slay Queen. Oh my God, she's like, can't. Like, they actually, like, they nearly fall down at your feet. And, like, I went over there the first time I played, like, to 80 people in, in Nashville. And um, that was amazing. But all of those people that were in that show in Nashville were not from Nashville. They had all 
taken two planes or they'd driven for two days or they'd taken days off work or they like multiple people flew in for that show and drove across the entire country to come to that show because they were such big fans it's it's completely different thing and like you know in terms of like the stuff that they buy off you it's crazy you can see how some people really take advantage of that like i i try my best not to um but like you know if you turn up and you've got a t-shirt for sale and a bolo tie for sale and a cd for sale they'll buy five of everything all right yeah it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Would make very very lovely people to have around. They are lovely. I love playing for them. It's yeah. a lot more important to them than yeah. it is for people over here, and I think that's why I enjoy it so much. Like you can see that it's the thing that they hinge that they their really month around. They hit on you almost, and it's kind of your their yeah. centre. Yeah, it's and it's not just me. It's like anyone that seems to take off over there, or anyone that seems to make any kind of impact that way with their fans over there, they really love. And then I really love and appreciate them for it as well. Like I kind of know a lot of them personally, to be honest with you, because they come again and again and again. Yeah. Like especially in America, like you'll have people coming, like flying to the New York and Chicago show and the LA show, and it'd be like, ah, how are you, Denise? Like, it's like you know exactly who it is. It's lovely. It I is love lovely. That. I love it. Um, you did a great version of Alone Again Naturally. I did. Oh, come on. We, we, well, thank you. Oh, oh, come on. I'm going to play it up to news. I have to. Oh. It's just gorgeous. In a little while from now If I'm not feeling any lesser I promise myself to treat myself and visit a nearby tower In climbing to the top I throw myself off in an effort to make it clear to who ever what it's like when you're shattered less standing in the lurch at a church where people are saying my god that's tough she stood him up no point in us remaining may as well go home as i did all To think that only yesterday I was cheerful, bright and gay Looking forward to, well, who wouldn't do The role I was about to play And as if to knock me down Reality came around And without so much as a mere touch me into little pieces leaving me to doubt talk about god and his mercy who if he really does exist why would he desert me in my hour of need i truly am indeed alone again naturally Looking back over the years And whatever else might appear I remember I cried when my father died Never wishing to hide the tears And at 65 years old My mother, God rest her soul Couldn't understand why the only man She had ever loved had been taken Leaving her to start with a heart so badly broken in spite of 
with me now uh, I'm with Marty <laughs> I'm with Marty that's fantastic thank you and you met him and he approved and all of that that's he really approved he said it was one of his favourites ever that he heard oh, and I was like Frank Sinatra did that song Neil Diamond did that song Neil oh, Diamond did that song he's uh, and he'd be very particular Gilbert you I know. know he'd be very particular I know um, he's such a talent he's he, such a talent I, I mean I was saying to you but like I do think he's the best songwriter the country ever produced I don't know I don't know anyone that can touch him I think he's one of the greatest songwriters of all time it's the stories isn't it yeah I mean he just he had like a five album run like the first five yes. records are just five of the best records anyone ever made and he's so he's he cares so much about the craft of songwriting like I I spoke to him on the phone and he just was so militant about it. Like, yeah. he was really like, this is what I like, this is what I don't like, this is what's good, this is what's bad. Yeah. And I loved that. I loved that he still has the he does, mad yeah. passion for it. Like He'll be very pleased because he tends to listen to us now and again, off in there. Uh, oh, good. Jersey? Jersey, Jersey. yeah. Um, will you stay? Yeah, absolutely. I know you won't eat any of my chocolates. Oh, I wish I, I could know, eat I some of your chocolates. But you can't, you, Monday. Um, Luke, if I'm Mark in the morning, it is at 9.30. Let's get the latest news with Emma Coon. And Emma, good morning. Thank you, Marty, and good morning from the newsroom. The ceasefire in Gaza is to continue for a seventh day. The development was confirmed by Israel just minutes before it was due to expire early this morning. There are hopes now that the remaining women and children held by Hamas in Gaza will be released. The U.S. Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, arrived in Tel Aviv last night to discuss a longer pause in fighting and increasing the amount of humanitarian aid into Gaza. Two people were killed in East Jerusalem after gunmen opened fire at a bus stop during morning rush hour. Medics who arrived on the scene said eight others were wounded, five of them seriously. Israel said police shot dead two people suspected of having carried out the attack. The former U.S. Secretary of State Henry Kissinger has died at the age of 100. Mr. Kissinger served under Presidents Richard Nixon and Gerald Ford from 1973 to 1977. He was responsible for a relaxation of tensions between the U.S. and both China and Russia. He won the Nobel Peace Prize in 1973 for his efforts to end the Vietnam War. While many hailed Mr Kissinger for his brilliance and broad experience, others branded him a war criminal for his support for anti-communist dictatorships, especially in Latin America. New tenants are paying an average of €240 Euro a month more in rent than those with an existing tenancy. That's according to data from the Residential Tenancies Board and ESRI, which shows a gap of 18% in the amount sitting tenants have to pay out every month compared to new renters. The weather forecast scattered wintry showers will mainly affect eastern counties with many other areas staying dry with sunny spells. Highest temperatures of 3 to 6 degrees. And that's all from the newsroom for now. Uh, all right, Emma, thank you. Now it's at 9.33. 
That's an ebony and ivory triumph on this week's Full Score. We catch up with top Irish pianist Michael McHale at UCH Limerick with a programme ranging from Beethoven to Garrett Schuldice, Prokofiev to Liszt and more. While from Kilkenny Arts Festival, the Irish Chamber Orchestra unleash Beethoven's Symphony No. 5. It's here on the Full Score with me, Liz Nolan. 1 to 4 p.m. Monday to Thursday, you're on Lyric. ocean waves rolling onto a rugged shore, sand giving way under feet while the salty air leaves cheeks rosy. Escape to a true links course where golf clears the mind. Dream peacefully in wooden bean suites with views of land and ocean. Give the gift of experiences this Christmas with vouchers from Trump Dune Bag. Visit trumphotels.com forward slash Ireland. Trump Dune Bag by the ocean. Hi, Paul Sheeran here. This Christmas, visit our new luxury watch boutiques on Chatham Street, Dublin, just off Grafton Street, Ireland's finest destination for luxury brands, including Cartier, Tudor, IWC and Breitling. Find the perfect timepiece for you or your loved one at Paul Sheeran's Chatham Street, where luxury meets hospitality. Marty in the morning on RTE Lyric FM with Spry Finance. Because life never gets old. Uh, Mester's coming in. Why is she on the radio, that one? I'm only joking. <laughs> I'm only joking. c with me this morning. And um, uh, Damien Molly says, uh, you're great. You're great. Saw you last year in the Olympia. Uh, you blew me away, says Patty. And I was there last night. And you were amazing. And I'll be there again tonight. Oh. This is what you were talking about. Uh, please play Rent, my fave song for the new album. Well, we, get, we, have, we have tracks here. Anyway, um, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, I thought I loved the Graham Norton. Thank you. It was so, and he was so enthusiastic for you. Um, it was a great performance too. That was one of the scariest things I think I've ever had to do. Why? We, we found out about five days beforehand, oh. and it was that was the that's one of the pieces of news as a musician that you get, and you just kind of stand there slack jawed for about twenty minutes and be like, oh, because we literally found out five days beforehand, and my door manager was just like look at this text message and I looked at it and literally my jaw hit the floor and I was like okay well I suppose we have to do that and we had to get oh, words to that effect yes obviously I yes. didn't actually say that I said something else I said I said a number of other things yes. in a in a row in short succession I understand, yes. um, but uh, we had to get a new guitarist in and we had to train her in in about three days this girl called AC from Nashville who she's a session guitarist in London um, and I love it very much because I usually play guitar on that song but they had specifically said no we want her you know running around and at that point we'd never played it live before so we hadn't even properly rehearsed so it create a whole so we just had to like that was our first ever live performance and we had an extra person in the band who was brand new and we had to like and then we get there on the day We'd taken ages running around. We had this amazing stylist in called Mia um, who got us all of this amazing clobber. But it was like we were sewing people into it at the last minute, so me into stuff. And then I was in the makeup room getting my hair and makeup done, trying not to panic. And uh, Maria Margulies came in. <laughs> 
And I was oh. like, and I'm a huge Brie Margulies fan because I listened course. to her audiobook for the whole of the last tour when I was really, really ill. So she was like the sound, her voice was like the sound of me falling asleep yes. in the back of a van. And um, she was kind of, she was brought in, she started getting her hair and makeup done. And I was sitting there like, oh my God, it's Brie Margulies, oh my God. And then eventually she turned around and she's like, are you from Ireland? I love Ireland. She started doing an accent, obviously. Her accent was very good. Her, her Irish accent, surprisingly, was actually not that good, to be honest. Oh, was it <laughs> I know, I was well, She does a very good northern accent. She does a really good mm. nordy accent, and mm. she's really good... Um, oh, I mean, she's amazing at everything in general, but surprisingly, her Dublin accent was not very good, and she just kept talking to me in it for the rest of the day. She's so lovely. Oh, she was amazing. She's, she's a great character. I mean, she called me a number of things that I cannot repeat on RT Lyrica fan. You're not surprising me. Um, but she called me some terrible, terrible names and actually lightly abused me in a way that only Miriam Margulies can and you feel better for it afterwards, you know? Like, uh, okay. She's but a slagger. Like, she's she an awful slagger. slagger. She is, yeah. Awful slagger. It's amazing. You but want her it, to abuse you. Like, but is it, meant, is, it, <laughs> is it meant in fun? It Absolutely. Is. Yes, it's, a, it's, yeah. her, it's her yeah. way of endearing herself towards you and I loved her. She is so kind and so talented and so brilliant. And funny. And funny. And to be honest with you, the filming of that show is about two hours longer than you think it is when she's on it because she went off on all these spiels that they couldn't possibly repeat no, on they couldn't possibly use, that yeah. broadcasting corporation. Yeah, but libel, libel is a devil, you know, and and that's the problem. She kind of just started actually going into Irish history. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, was oh, she was on our side, I'll tell you that much. Okay, and Graham enough. was just kind of sitting nice. there going, mm, Okay, Miriam. Mm. And I was like, out. go on. Because yeah, he knows, he knows. Uh, listen, there's more comments coming through and it's it's wonderful. Greetings from the Kingdom Mart uh, and enjoying Catherine Mary Thomas. What a lovely sound she makes. And what, Catherine Mary Thomas? That's what it says. <laughs> Close enough. Close, Close enough. enough. Low cigar. Catch your Thomas. Loretta O'Connor. And, um, and uh, Ken Russell and Drahada says that uh, John Greeton eulogised you. I got my UCC radio DJ daughter to play your tracks. Then she said, who? And she says her reaction was, that's brilliant. Aww. So you're just getting great stuff. Shout out. Shout out to John Creed. The album, yeah, absolutely. Now, the album is called Crazy Mad for Me. Yes. And we are.
It's your favorite to do live. It's my favorite. Yes. Can't make up my mind. Yeah, it's my favorite it's live at the moment. Song. I think it's a beautiful song. Thank you recorded you. the album in Norway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kane for um, because the producer that I wanted to make the record with was in Norway, and he had just had a baby. And so he was like, I can't leave. I've got to stay in Bergen. So I had to yeah. go over. To, that's Matthias Tellez is his name. And that's right. exactly how he talks. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, that is exactly how he talks. Um, but I, it's beautiful. It's Thank beautiful. you. And um, what happens now next time when somebody says to you, do you know what? It's time for the, when, when you've completed your American trip and done all these things. And suddenly somebody says, would you think about a residency in time in Vegas and all those things down the line? You don't know what way your career is going to go. I would do a residency in a pub. I would, I've been thinking about, I would love to do a residency because be I would love place. to not have to travel all yeah. the time to do live shows. Yeah, just to be in one place. I oh my you. God, it'd be amazing. Yeah, that would be, and that would be a, a, a thing. Um, a question, um, yeah. your duo with, your duet rather, uh, with John Grant. Uh, John and Gory says, um, how did you get to be, end up doing that, John and Gory? It's his favourite track of the year. So I am... Um, no, it's regret. I almost did the same thing. Yeah. Um, I was a John Grant obsessive for years and years and years. Like, I absolutely would have been buying t-shirts and like crying over his sets and other voices when I was like 15 years old like I, I like long time long time fan um, and probably the minute that I started entering into the realm of the live music industry like every single time I met someone who I knew had anything to do with him I would literally be like will you tell him I love him <laughs> like I, I did it every time for two years like I think I, I essentially was stalking him for about two years and then eventually I met a man called Simon Raymond, who is the head of Belly Union, which is the record label that he's on, but is also, was in Cocteau Twins, the band. Oh, right, yes, I remember them. Uh, was in Cocteau Twins and lives um, near me in Brighton. And I met him for a coffee and he just organised it all. Shout out Simon, we love Simon, he's a great man. And... Um, so he helped organise it. But it's worth noting that if I had sent a song and it was only subpar or even just kind of all right, I, I don't think he would have done it because John is very, very, very fussy and he doesn't do everything. And Simon kind of warned me of that. He was like, listen, he probably yeah. won't do it. Yeah. But I think they just loved the song so much that he did it. And he recorded his part in I did mine in Norway. I didn't actually meet him until the music video, really? which was really funny because yeah. then we were like in all this 80s garb and staring into each other's eyes and singing the song. And he was like, oh, darling, I'm so nervous. And I was like, it's fine. I was like, just look at me forehead. You don't have to look into my eyes. Just look at the spot on my forehead. He's like, yeah, that really helps. Thank you. I was like... I loved him. Swoon. 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 What a handsome man. Oh, my gosh. Can you say hi to Seema and uh, um, uh, 
Uh, John Grant again mentioned I'm going to the Olympia tonight looking forward to it at the mark in Dwyer's Butchers down at the Merrion they're down the road oh in the butchers you can get some nice chops on the way home when did they have any sausages oh I'd say they do Mm. I'd say they do Dwyer's Butchers in the Merrion you see people and but you know what I like about this too is that the the people who are following you um, they're all ages all different you know what I'm saying yeah that's a really good thing Um, I think maybe the the real country thing kind of grabbed people's attention yeah. in the early stages. I and really, now that you're... I really noticed that last night in the Olympia, you know, the, yeah. the change. Because previously it would have been, you know, um, the younger... Yes. members of the LGBT society in Ireland who sure. I love so very dearly like that was that was honestly that was like the first two years of ticket selling was to to my beloveds um, and then I was in the Olympia yesterday and I looked around and the, the age diversity was insane like you know there, there's definitely been people on you know, Zimmer frames and stuff at some of the gigs in the UK, like Santa, because my sister was, my sister, uh, spoiler alert, my sister Roisin sells the merch every night. She's on the tour with me because uh, I have to have someone who can beat me up and give out to me and not okay, so friendly yes, repercussions. Right. And, and put you in your place. Yeah, put me yeah, in my place. And um, she gets really emotional when she sees older people there. She's like, ah, oh, girl, look, he's like, <laughs> and it definitely been like a, a huge surge in that and it must be because I you know I do love the 70s right and I love um, people hear it in your music I, lo- I love the 70s and I love golden age country music I love proper country music yes, you know I yeah, love yeah. Patsy Cline I love Loretta Lynn I love Tammy Wynette obviously I love Dolly Parton goes without saying um, and I, I must just like connect with people yeah um, in that way and and, there, and therefore there's yeah. the, the 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 broad breadth of the of the audience, which yeah. is fantastic. I met um, Bob Harris recently. Whispering Bob Whispering Harris. Whispering Bob Whispering Harris. Bob I met him recently. The old um, grey whistle test. I had a. I he had does a, a country show. He does a country music show, radio, and he's yeah. he's a fan. And I was chatting to him for ages and ages, and because I loved the old grey whistle test, he's a very very big hero of mine. Sure. And I was chatting away to him, and he kept trying to explain things to me be like oh I had a singer on the show once called Judy Sill and I'd be like yeah I know exactly who she is I, I, have, a, I have a tattoo of her on my arm you and don't. he was yeah I do I have a massive Judy Sill tattoo I don't know. showing I'd, me the tattoo I'd, now I'd, I mean I'd have to get you my would, yes. I probably would have to get my whole um, upper body no, out so I, I shan't I shan't <laughs> but I do yeah. I have a massive portrait tattoo of Judy Sill and it was interesting because I was able to talk to him like I, I knew every den. single reference that he was making. I knew because I'm a really big Pentangle fan as well. They're one of oh, my favorite bands fantastic. ever, and he found that amazing. He was like, "How do you know Pentangle?" Like, I love them. I how saw do them you on, know them? Because I saw them on a show. I watched. I watched. It was just that. Oh, I right. w- used to watch all the reruns of the Old Grey Whistle Tests when I was like 13, 14, 15, because yeah. they'd play reruns on the. BBC this Four. is what I was doing on my weekends when I was a teenager, by the way. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Because that was the kind of teenager I was. They were a magic band. I love Pentangle. I love. Them. Um, now, I, I'm, I'm going to let you go. I have to give you this. This is a gift <gasps> from me to you. Uh, we, uh, over the last number of years, have had our own uh, Marty Whale and Marty the Morning Star collection with Newbert Silverware. <sighs> so this is for your Christmas tree, and I'm giving you the first one. We only got them in 
yesterday, but this is the first one. So we're going to give you this because you've given me the gift of Crazy Mad for me, the album, and we would like to give you this as a, it's a small token of our appreciation. I don't think you understand this is the best day of my life. There you are. This, is, this <laughs> well, is the exact kind of thing that's that... That's now from our friends. It YouTube. says, oh my God, in the on the zip code, it literally says... Or the the barcode, it literally says Marty Whelan star decoration. That's right. Take it out. Have a look. This is the best day of my life. How do I open it? Oh. Uh, yeah, that's right. Thanks from you and your friends, and we'll have these for uh, for for the discerning. I hope that this is. I really, girl. if this is not a silver, oh, it is silver. Um, silver. reconstruction of your face. No, then no. I steady I don't now. want it. Steady now. That's steady now. It is. my god do you understand how many young people very very young people of members of the lgbt uh, community in ireland are going to be extraordinarily jealous of this you can wear the do you understand your fan base marty do you understand <laughs> that, 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 it's very broad thank god uh, listen and it's getting broader because yeah. i i think you need to understand you elicit gasps from people do you know this <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I wasn't, this, no, I wasn't aware of that. I'm it, going it, to be the talk of the town, Marty. Tell me, you turn into a medallion. The girlies are going to be so jealous. <laughs> I love it. I'm well, a, as I an earring. Say, <gasps> yeah. oh. I will say happy Christmas to you and thank you for coming in. Happy Christmas, And congratulations with, with the album. Um, four nights sold out at the Olympia, Fairview Park uh, on the 13th of June and then literally all around the world. In, oh, uh, Canada as well. I didn't realise you're going to Canada too. Yes, we are. Crikey. We're going all around the world. I'm going to be in a bus. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. God bless oh, you. thank you. Not at all. I can always smell it coming Like the grease up on your mullet I knew you'd ruin me the minute Had a dream and you were in it Just a dentist, you and I Cause you cry Fall in love and out of love again The needle underneath my skin 
Inconvenient music from the great Seabat. Uh, Crazy mad for me. There's a good one. Seabat is still outside. She's still outside. Uh, tell her that I fell in love with her performance when she supported Florence and the Machine at Malahide Castle. And uh, more your vintage part. I'll be going to a show with a few friends in the Olympia tonight. Crazy mad for Seamat. Helen and Danny Geary. Uh, can you say hi to her as well? Seamat uh, for your event. <laughs> You bad for Eurovision. Uh, this is Tom Gallagher enjoying your chat with Seamat. She's an absolute joy. Every success to her kind regards, Margaret. 